Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. We have made it to conference championship weekend, Connor. All that research that we did all off season, all of the picks that we made all season long have all come down to this. We have obviously teams that just want to win the conference title. We have playoff berths up for grabs here. Um, yeah, how do you feel? It's almost over. It's almost basketball season. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, it's bittersweet. I mean, we're getting, in, we're getting into my favorite time of the year. That is bowl season just because of the matchups that we're going to be able to see. Plus, I'm just getting up, geared up for draft season because uh, Bengals season obviously is over. So I have fired up the mock draft simulator earlier than I have for the last couple of years. And I forgot how much I love it so much. Um, I actually did manage to get at least one trade for the number three pick after the Bears went Caleb Williams. Cardinals went with Drake May. And I was able to trade T. Higgins for the number three pick. Who's number three? Of course. Who's number uh, three? Patriots. They're not giving that up. But I mean, it's obviously early ones. It's going based off of how it how it stands right now. But I was able to trade T. Higgins and the number one pick for the number three pick and get Marvin Harrison Jr. Just, I mean, fuck, why not? Yeah, I mean that'd be awesome for you. I mean, no, I mean nobody listening right now gives like two, literally two shits. But no. I don't think. Oh, you want you should see some of the ones I've been able to do for the Commanders. If I don't want a quarterback, so don't draft. Oh, but you got Shadur in the second round. I would want Shadur. I take Sam Oliver Shadur every day of the fucking week. That's how committed I am to that kid. You say that now. You say that now, and then once he gets drafted, Mm -mm. I don't want a quarterback to win four fucking games in college. What a fall from grace! Three and one, and we. I mean, there was like if there was betting odds for coach of the year, Dion might have been minus two thousand, and he won't even be potentially. Yeah, what a fall! I mean, this is kind of I don't know. Well, it turns out all the teams he beat were turds. We didn't know that at the time. We thought TCU was just a runner-up from the national championship game a year ago. Nope, they stink. Uh, Nebraska, we kind of I think we kind of know what they were, and then Colorado State also sucked. So. They got advantage of Jeff Sims, Nebraska. Yeah, that that was definitely not the same Nebraska team down the stretch. But this is conference no. championship weekend. There is ten matchups here, and this one to kick it right off. The dude, this is like the best Friday night matchups in a conference championship setting that I've 
feel like I've seen in a long time. Let's go to the Conference USA title game. This is 7 p.m. kickoff. This is in Liberty. Liberty's laying 11 half points against our New Mexico State Aggies in our Sweet Prince Jerry Kill and Diego Piss and Pavia. Right off the bat, seems like a lot of points there. Now, Liberty did beat the shit out of New Mexico State earlier in the season. That was in New Mexico State that also lost to Hawaii and also lost to UMass in that first five-game stretch. And they were they were started off two and three, and they routed off five straight wins to get to ten and three. So this is easily you're going to say this is a way different New Mexico State Aggies team. Yes, by far. Um, I think you kind of say a little bit there. I kind of agree. I think this game's going to be a lot tighter than that first matchup. Like, I think it was uh, 33-14. I think this is going to be a lot tighter. That New Mexico State team is different than the first one that Liberty went up against. So, my pick for this game is the under 57. I think it's going to be tighter. I think it's going to be close. I, I'm not fully willing to lay the or take the points with New Mexico State, but I just think the game is a lot tighter and a lot lower scoring. I mean, yeah, that I mean the first matchup would have cashed that over any or that under anyway. What did you say, thirty-three to thirteen? Yeah, I'm all over the eleven, the plus eleven and a half in New Mexico State. I think they can win this football game. I'm not gonna say they are. I will definitely have a money line play on it. But to cover my ass, give me the eleven and a half. I Liberty really hasn't played in a lot of close games, and as good of a coach that Jamie Chadwell is, like when the game tightens up and it's very close down the stretch, do I trust Jerry Kill a little bit more, just from being in the the field a lot longer? I think I do, and. I think New Mexico State has the quarterback advantage, and I think they have the athletes that can get, that can expose this Liberty defense as long as they can slow down the run game, which is basically Liberty's mo. In that weird option spread, like you, there's not really a name for the way that JV Chadwell runs his offense. It's not an air raid. It's not a triple option. It's just a hybrid of all of those combined into one. And the key to slowing it's a super down, spread. It, I mean, really is. If you can slow the spread, if you can sp- slow the run down a little bit, that's what it did to Auburn, and obviously this is going to lead to that. So I'm going to take the 11 and a half. I will play the money line as well. Um, it's probably the best game of the weekend in the Pac-12 in Vegas. Oregon is laying 10 points against Washington. The undefeated Washington Huskies are getting 10 points. Um, interesting to see. I was looking at the splits earlier. I was wondering what this would be. And let's see what the final is here. And, of course, it doesn't want to show up here. Um, the last I looked at it this morning, it was like 70-ish percent of the money, but, or bets were still on Oregon to cover this 10 points. And I'm with them. Uh, you're still able to find some nine and a halves out there. And, granted, I – doesn't really matter to me because either way, I'm walking away with money in this game, considering I have both teams to win the Pac-12 so and I. both teams to make it into the playoff. So, 
I'm just trying to bet this like the way I as if there's nothing that I could walk away with, and I, it's hard not to lay it with Oregon. They look like a totally different team than that first matchup, and dude, it it I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like. Washington's offense and like Penix has been off. And you can't be off in this game with Oregon's defense and what Oregon's offense has the capability of doing. Plus, I think there's a little bit that Oregon's going to try to go win the Heisman for Bo Nix in this game. Yeah, I, I get that. And, like, and I'm in the same boat as you. I have. I don't have the playoffs, but I have both these teams to win the Pac-12. So we're going to walk away with money either way. Granted, I think I'd win more money with Oregon if they win this. Same. Like you said, Oregon probably should have won the first matchup. Most likely. Dane Lanning isn't as aggressive as he was. Which, I mean, you kind of live and die by that. It's the way the coach... That's the way he coaches. Looking from an outside perspective, I kind of lean the plus 10 with Washington. There's something about just being undefeated all the time that kind of just pays off. I wanted to compare this to the 2014 uh, Florida State team with Jameis Winston, but it didn't it had nothing to back it up. It was just weird that I saw that I totally forgot that Georgia Tech was 10-2 and entering that title game against them. Could... You would have gave me seven teams from the Coastal to guess from. They would have been the last one I picked. But what I think I'll do is I'm not going to probably, because we're already coming out with money, I think I'll do a little New Mexico State-Washington money line parlay, which is 18-1. to Which I do think both teams could win the football game. Like, that's not out of the question, that they could both win. They've already, One's already You're done. You're right. So give me 18-1. to I'll take that, but I'm going to lean Washington, but I don't really like it either way. To Saturday in Detroit for the MAC title game. I thought you said this was Friday. I thought it was Friday. Sometimes they do this on Friday. I don't know. You didn't want to go with me, so. Well, then, I, 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 that's true, but I'm not going to Detroit for the fucking MAC title game. But I wanted it to be OU versus Toledo, and then that would have been the one that we would have gone to. Yeah, but dude, this Miami-Ohio team has been very, very, very kind to us this year as well. So, like, I probably bet on more of their games than OU, than OU, to be honest. Toledo was a team I kept trying to fade in spots, and they just kept fucking beating the shit out of the team. But these teams faced earlier yep. in the season. Toledo was in a commanding lead. Miami-Ohio starts to come back, and then uh, Gabbard gets hurt of the starting quarterback from Miami-Ohio. But either way, Toledo's laying eight points in this football game. It's. I mean, there's probably going to be more Toledo fans there. Detroit's not that far from Toledo. But do you have a lean either way in this side? Uh, yeah, I laid it with Toledo. Um, I, I understand that it, I really wish Gabbert was playing in this game because then I'd probably be on Miami. But... Uh, what was that base? Dude, the splits. Give me a split, just per, uh, percentage of bets. Give me the split in your mind. 
20, or 80% Miami. It is. I would have thought it would have been the other way around. I swear this was a square side with the Toledo minus 8.5. You're going to tell me this is a sharp play, too? I am laying You can get 7.5. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it goes to overtime, they score first, they score for two. I'll help you cover instead of a play. Yeah, uh, Toledo just looks like the far superior team. Uh, I think there's a chance that Candle is trying to impress some teams for head coaching positions, potentially. Uh, who knows? But I just this Toledo team just seems like the far superior team. Yeah, I agree. I kind of I'll dig a little bit more deeper into that. But the under forty four and a half kind of. Peaks my eye a little I bit too. thought about it, but then there's like, there's also the chance that Toledo goes full fuck you mode and gets that on their own. It's a possibility. Um, to the Big Twelve, also a noon kickoff. This is in Arlington, I believe. Um, Texas yeah. is laying fifteen and a half points against Oklahoma State, and my Gundy today was announced Coach of the Year in the Big Twelve as well. Should mention that. Mm. I mean, it's it's fair to be. There was a lot of people that I. There's a lot of arguments about who should have been coach of the year. I heard Leipold's name, Sark's name. It's like Sark, you're not going to get this when you. This is where you're, everybody thought you were going to be. Everybody thought Oklahoma yeah. State was going to fight to make to a bowl game. They're here. Look, the key to Oklahoma State in this game is you. Got to be able, Alan Bowman has to be able to throw the football. Because Texas' rush defense is very, very good. And as good as Olive Gordon is, I don't think he's going to be able to pull one of these 150-yard rush games against Texas. It's just not going to happen. And obviously I've hated on Texas all season long. And they have, and yes. rightfully so, have faced eight backup quarterbacks. They have... Two wins or three wins against a starting quarterback. They have played a shit ton of backups, so I think it's rightfully so. I do not think Texas is good. I, I do think Texas is going to win this football game, but fifteen and a half is too much. And I kind of want Texas to make the playoff because I want whoever is in there to absolutely destroy them and expose them for the frauds they are. We're, this is not a top ten football team. Ah, you are so salty about Texas. Who, um, the, what's the best one? I'm with the. What's the best one? Against Alabama. That was very early Milrow. After that game, they started these two white dudes that were but terrible. So it ha- it happened. It happened the at at the time. What's the next best one? Probably destroying Texas Tech or TCU. I mean, the right answer is Kansas State, but. The other two games you said both back- backups are playing in that game, too. Either way. Uh, so, I have Oklahoma State to win the Big 12, which, uh, oh, yeah, that's like plus 750. Uh, and, or, no, plus 1,100. Uh, plus, I have Texas to make the playoff. Um, so, I'm trying to bet this just the way I think it's going to go. It's hard to 
lay that 15 and a half. So I'm taking the 15 and a half with Oklahoma State. Uh, I am worried that Texas will try to get style points in this game because, I mean, if you listen to anybody talking, like their playoff spot isn't a for sure thing if they win in some people's eyes. I mean, it's not but, like if Washington wins and Florida State wins, like they're, there's no shot. Like there's absolutely no shot. They're not no, getting in an over um, Florida State. But, I mean, if you, I'm not saying like you, you need to go full 2014 Ohio State and win that 59 to nothing. But if you put up a big number, I mean, who knows what happens. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm taking the points with Oklahoma State. Fair enough. I do I do think – Mike Gundy has also been super successful against Texas as of late and really throughout his whole career. You're going to get an Oklahoma State team that's – like, they understand what the rest of the, pack, the, the Big 12 wants from them and that is to upset them here. I don't know if they're going to do it, but I do think there's a shot – their money line will be sprinkled in some other ones here. Now, weird kickoff for this time here for the Mountain West title game. It's a 3 p.m. kick in Vegas in the the bowl of nobody. Neither of these teams, I feel like, should be here. UNLV is getting 2.5 against Boise State. Uh, this San Jose State should be here. Yes. Um, yes. I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I don't think Boise State's that good, and I don't think UNLV is that good. But the problem was the best team I thought in the Mountain West, the best two teams, were Fresno State and Air Force. Just both shit the bed the last five weeks of the season. So, and even Wyoming to an extent. Yeah. Besides, they had to fucking show up on the road in Week 13 and just destroy Nevada. Yeah, um, so for this game, like, I have a few futures on Boise State to win the Mount West. Um, I'm honestly surprised that despite everything that they've been through, that they are a favorite. I don't want to touch either side, so I'm just taking the over 58 and a half, uh, I think Boise State is going to be able to expose UNLV's run defense for not being very fucking good. If you look at the San Jose State game, and like I know it's a triple option team, but still, like I'm pretty sure Air Force went for well over 350 yards on UNLV. And guess what? Like that's what Boise State does good. Runs the ball very well with Gentry. I know there's a lot of rumors about him potentially hitting the portal, but I still think he's going to come out and try to show off in this game. And, like, with Green at quarterback, I think they're really going to try to run the ball a lot. And I do think that Boise State's defense is susceptible. So I do think UNLV is going to be able to put up points, but I just think this game goes over. All right, let's go to the Sun Belt here, where Troy is laying five points against App State. App State has been absolutely on fire. They just beat JMU. They just beat uh, Georgia Southern in a season where the head coach was on the hot seat most of the year. 
they've made it to the Sun Belt title game. Troy, on the other hand, has just methodically been beating up on bad bowl or bowl teams or teams basically fighting for bowl eligibility. But none of them are any good. So I want to lay the five here with Troy, but it's nothing that I'm super confident in. Uh, same. I just, I think there's different levels to these teams, and I just think Troy at its best is at least a touchdown better than App State. And 65% of the bets are on App State, so I won't. I will definitely take the lay the five here with Troy. All right, to the American Tulane Connor, so you have the shirt on here after you just wore an SMU shirt for the other show. So all American bowl for you here. But Tulane is well, like yeah, that w- the SMU shirt was to rub it in your face because you locked up Navy while and I locked up SMU. So that was more as a fuck you. I do have the Tulane future to win the AAC, so Fair, and you have a head spot here because Tulane is laying three and a half points against SMU. Interesting to see that that line dropped from six as the opener when Preston Stone, his, the starting quarterback for SMU, has been announced out. Yeah, uh, I really wish Preston was playing in this game because if he was, obviously I would hedge with SMU, but I mean, is it really a hedge if your bet was more than the hedge or more than the original bet? Because I probably would be, probably the majority of my money would be on SMU to win that game, probably more than I have on Tulane to win the AAC. But without Preston Stone, like, I think SMU's defense could cause some problems for Tulane's offense. But I just think without Preston Stone, it's it's really big. I know that Rhett Lashley will be able to scheme open a lot of points for, or potentially a lot of points for SMU. But just without Preston Stone, I think it's going to be a lot tougher. So trying to think without what I already have in it, I'd lay it with Tulane. Yeah, I'm wondering why the splits are so much favoring SMU right now. I mean, maybe the public just doesn't know Preston Stone isn't playing in this game. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to lay the three and a half with Tulane. All right, we got three left here to the SEC. Bama is getting five and a half points against Georgia. I know this is a bet that you've already taken. To be honest, I don't. Yes, I don't know what to go. I, my heart tells me to lean Alabama here. It really does. But again, it just seems like every time I want to have a spot to fade Georgia in a big game, they just beat the living piss out of who they play. Yeah. Um. So, I'm trying to make the best decision that I think that there is. And, like, it's never a good thing to be against Saban when he's a dog. 
like history shows that you when Stabin's a dog, he more times than not he wins. I just don't know if this Bama team is that kind of team. So I'm laying it with Georgia. And I know fully well that this could potentially blow right up in my face, but I think that this is the right side. I mean, to a to a degree, like Kirby Smart and Georgia are the new Alabama and new Saban. So it's like, why should we also doubt them? This team hasn't lost a game, and they haven't lost a game <laughs> since. Wasn't the last loss against Alabama in the Big 12 or the SEC In the SEC champ. In 2021. Yes. Which they ended up avenging. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this Georgia team's the same defensively, but I think they have a better quarterback than they've had since then. I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. This is a very back and forth. This is the one that I'm most excited to watch this weekend. Even the Friday game, I think I'm more intrigued by this one. Um, yeah, I'm not I lying. will say this game, this Bama Georgia game, it just feels like either Georgia covers or Alabama wins. There's like I don't feel like there's an in between. It's fair. That's fair. But I'll take the five and a half of Bama. All right, Big Ten title game. Gross. Michigan is laying 22 against Iowa. The over-under is 35 points. I don't know if we talked about it here, but Iowa's team total for the game is 6.5. Their team total for the first half is .5. Now look. Yeah. Yeah. I... Cooper DeGene got screwed on one of the worst calls we've seen in forever. It fucked me out of a bet. It fucked you out of a touchdown bet. Listen, this this should have like playoff con- like I'm sorry, this could have playoff should have playoff implications in this football game. Like Iowa should be eleven and one. Michigan should be twelve and zero. And the winner of this game should punch their ticket to the Big Ten title game. Unfortunately, we don't get that. But Connor, is there any chance that Iowa has a shot in this football game? Absolutely not. Um, but can they cover 22 I points? really... I don't fucking know because, like, at the same time, once I think Michigan gets up 21 nothing, then they just go full-on cruise control. I don't know what the fuck to bet. I'm not going to bet a side. I'm not going to bet uh, the total. I'm not going to bet a team total. Only thing that I'm going to bet, and you can find this at plus 145 on DraftKings, Blake Corum, two-plus touchdowns. Uh, He is two touchdowns away from tying Anthony Thomas for uh, number two in career touchdowns for Michigan. So I think that once they have the opportunity to get uh, some of those handoff for touchdowns. They're going to try to give them to Blake so that uh, he needs three to be second all time by himself, but I, he needs two to tie. So at plus plus one forty five, I think a, there's some value. There's there. a really good angle there. I like that a lot too. Cause you know, it's going to happen. 
Like, if they're the goal line situations, it's going to get two mm-hmm. or three carries. Um, I think on a side here, I will take the 22 with Iowa. I just think Michigan doesn't – style points don't mean anything to them. They win this game, they're in the playoff. No. they Michigan wins this game 7 nothing, and they're the Michigan wins this game 3 nothing. They're in. 2 nothing. Doesn't matter. They're in the playoff. So I think when they yes. get a lead early, it's just going to be like because dude, if they score seven points, like they're, I mean, if I'm them, I'm like I was not scoring, so like just just run the fucking football. Let's get get the hell out of here. Let's worry about the playoff. To the like Michigan starts like goes up seven nothing and purposely starts going three and out just to punt the ball to Iowa. Be like, come on guys, come on, come on, come on guys. we're giving you all these opportunities. Come on. You want to talk about playing with your food? That is tonight's probably gonna, or Saturday's probably going to be that. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the Bet the yeah. Juice Podcast Bowl. Florida State's laying one and a half points against Louisville for the ACC title game. I've already hedged, so I'm fine. Have you hedged yet? I have the Louisville um, future. Connor has the Florida State futures. Yeah, I got the ACC and the playoff. Uh, I have the national championship one with Florida State, but there's no hedge spot. I'm just going to just pray something crazy happens. I just keep checking my bet MGM account to see if there's any hope for a cash out. Um, yeah, the, I really wish this. I mean, it. I echo the sentiments of probably every Florida State fan that is out there. I won't call myself an actual Florida State fan, but I've been riding with them for the last couple of years. Uh, hey, it sucks. I really wish that George Travis was playing in this game because it would make this game a hell of a lot more interesting. But I think there's still a shot that Florida State can come away with a victory here. I do think that there still is a very good likelihood that this will be more of a home game for Florida State because, like I've said, they had a longer opportunity to buy the tickets for this game. And I guarantee you there were a lot more that bought their tickets before that North Alabama game. So I don't love taking Florida State to cover. I don't really know how much I like taking Louisville at the same time. So in this game, I'm just taking the over 47 and a half. I do think that there is a chance that both offenses are able to have some explosive plays against each defense. Like, that has been uh, Florida State's, like, kryptonite at times. And Louisville does have a very solid defense. But there's just, I mean, the dudes that they're going up against between Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman, as well as Benson at running back. I mean, that's a lot of dudes to have to worry about. So... I just think there's a chance for points on both sides. Am a little bit worried that there is rain in the forecast, but still, if anything, that just means uh, 
Plumber's got some opportunities to throw some pick sixes out there. I mean, you can shit on Jack Plummer. We have the better quarterback in the game. Yes. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like, before Travis was hurt, I still think these teams were about seven points away from each other. Like, Florida State it really hasn't been impressive after they, besides their win against LSU. So, I, I would lay the points here with, or take the point, well, it's only one. I would take the money line with LSU, but I I hedge with Florida State. But it all is going to depend on what Jack Plummer shows up. Jack Plummer has played ten yep. really good football games. Like not great. He's played ten really good football games. He's played two really bad ones, and the two really bad ones is the ones they lost. So, yep. it. I think if Florida State's defense can get some pressure on him, he's going to be wondering. He's going to run for his life, and he. Is somehow like he? I think he has got one. Jack Plummer's got one of those like elusive because he doesn't know he's just unathletic. If that that doesn't make any sense, but it does. Like he runs so goofy and doesn't know what to do when he runs. It like tricks the defense. He somehow makes himself elusive. <laughs> but this is a different front seven that he's going up against, and that worries me a lot. I'm not playing either side. I'm coming out of this game with money anyway. My heart's on Louisville. But granted, that fucking loss to Kentucky just makes this game not mean shit anymore. You win an ACC title. Congrats. Like, those don't mean anything anymore. Unfortunately. I, uh, I guess the other reason... I, I mean, it just, it just shows that they got the right guy at the helm. I think this is very sustainable... At Louisville, yeah, and you you have a lot of your NIL collectives very good at Louisville. The fans will pay the fan. Like I will say, I don't think this is going to be so much of a Florida State crowd as you think. Like Louisville does travel, and is the way their basketball season's going, which means more to them. They might just go all out for this football game because they have nothing to root for on the other side. I don't know. The Louisville football or basketball program has been doing pretty good. They covered last night. They had so, a player refuse. I didn't bet. They had a player refuse to play in the first half because he didn't have the right uh, compression pants. I saw that video. Kind of funny, yeah. in my opinion. Kenny, um, Kenny Payne's a dead man walking. All right, so that I mean that wraps up the rest. Yeah, of the and we kind of thought it was going to be the Texas game that got him fired, but kind of <laughs> off on that. All right, before we get out of here, real quick. What four teams make the playoff? Like, granted, we'll talk about this more in depth next week when we have results. But if you had to make a bet, like, obviously, I think we're both going to say we think Georgia and Michigan are in, right? Yes. Who are the other two? I think. I think it's Oregon and I think it's Texas. Um. Here's the so that, thing. So that if here's you think that, then that means I, that means you think Louisville wins. I never said that. I mean, you. Uh, so they they missed it undefeated. Undefeated season missed. Yeah, they keep Florida State. They keep Florida State out because uh, Texas Texas has their quarterback. Um. 
no, I don't really believe that whatsoever. I I do think that there is I think there's a better chance that Florida State does actually lose in the ACC championship. Plus, I think it's kind of what the committee wants because I don't think you want Florida State without uh, Travis there. So, like, this actually gives Georgia a much better matchup than Florida State. And, I mean, that matchup between Oregon and Michigan is going to be very good. But, um, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's how it ends up. Fair. Here's my prediction. We don't have the best four teams in college football in the playoff. That would be my say. Because if you told me my four best teams in college football would be Georgia, Michigan, be Ohio State, and it'd be Oregon. And Ohio State's unfortunately going to be left out. Unless some chaos happens, you never fucking know. We've seen we've seen crazier shit happen. We saw Pat White. We'll say the 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 dream parlay that I have cooked up: Louisville money line, Oklahoma State money line. I think that hitting gives Ohio State a shot. It does. Um, I don't think I really don't think it's out of the question. It's not out of the realm of possibility, in my opinion. But I don't know if I want it though. I really don't. I uh, I've kind of gotten to the point where I just I want the you want as more. gross as this is gonna say. No, 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 no. What I'm gonna say is it, it's gonna make me sound like a bad sports fan, but I don't care. It's what I want, and I think if you give a lot of the fan base true serum. I want the meaningless bowl game against Louisville in the Orange Bowl, if that's where we end up being. Uh, just because I want to give like the younger guys a shot. Like if we're in the play- we're in a playoff game, like Marv's like gonna play, but it's probably gonna be that's gonna end up being his last game. Like I kind of want to give. I remember the Utah. Ohio State Rose Bowl game. Yeah. Like I kind of want that where we got to see the younger guys play. Like uh, give Devin Brown a shot. Give Lincoln Keen Holtz a shot. See what you actually have at quarterback because I mean, in my opinion, you don't have a guy at quarterback with Kyle McCord right now that can win a national championship. Now, if you can develop him more. Yeah, maybe, but you need to know what you have in that room, and this is your best opportunity for it. So, that being said, I'm kind of rooting for the meaningless bowl game against your Louisville Cardinals. Fair enough. I'm not going to talk more about any more Ohio State talk right now. We have a conference championship this weekend. So, I mean, that that wraps it up. So, we will see you guys next week with a full recap. Um probably do our playoff no the playoff already be announced won't it because it's sunday yeah i mean we could hop on sunday after the playoffs announced we'll see what i'm doing but we might all right yeah because it's all it's all about you it's all about you that's true all right we'll see you guys next week peace peace